AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We We come to my own, I don't get it. You know, and it's, it's a little bit off of this, but it is has to do with us Black people. You know, we talk about legacy organizations and you can't really talk about Black legacy organizations without talking about HBCUs. You know, and unfortunately, I had an opportunity to go to Howard campus a couple of days ago. And I really don't get this situation at all. Like, I am so completely lost. You know, I, I, I looked went to a campus and seen young black men, young men and women sleeping in tents, sleeping mm. in buildings, talking of giving me blow by blows of how there's mold in their rooms, how they don't even have Wi-Fi, how they're paying $50,000 to do online classes, how people are just, some of them have been told to come to the campus because they had living and they didn't have nowhere for them to live and they have to sleep in cars. Some of them talking about how the meal prep is so disgusting that you wouldn't even eat it if you was in prison. Like, it, it was embarrassing because, you know, as a young boy hearing about HBCUs, I never went to one, but I have a lot of friends and family who right. have been yeah. to HBCUs. And I, and I watched school days and I wanted to be part of that. You know, I wanted I wanted to go to HBCU. So to, to see that this is the experience of young freshmen and and, and a lot of them saying this, we don't have anything else. We we can't fail here. You know, like they saying that they they not even giving their courses properly. They don't have the opportunity to excel. They've given up everything. Their mother took out the loans. They took out, put liens on their homes, all type of things to be able to come to this experience and to see that this is what they're going through. They, they had, some of them had tears in their eyes. We had tears in our eyes just listening to the story. And I really just don't get how the administration at Howard allowed this situation to get to this, you know? Well, let me say that there's a few things on that. Um, Howard's administration, of course, they have heavy, 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 heavy 
load and burden that they have to answer to as it relates to the conditions of the students. Absolutely. Um, even if they feel that some of it is uh, misunderstandings, overblown, I've heard all types of responses. They need to speak to it. They need to speak to the students directly, not try to isolate one or two students, but to speak to all the students in an open format uh, that gives them, the students, the opportunity to ask questions, to bring grievances, and that puts the administration in a place where they will respond to what they can respond to, where they will be able to hear um, and, and hear without, um, without animosity and a, a jerk to try to, you know, well, we're going to silence you by um, having you thrown out of school. It would be best for them to show up and get their sleeves rolled up and get into what is happening with the students and walk alongside them to try to fix some of these issues. So with that being said, the reason why I, I, I suggest that the um, administration sort of roll up their sleeves and get in there with Howard is because all of it, everything that's happening is not their fault alone. We have a problem with the funding, the real funding, yes, Granted, $50,000 is a lot of money from each student for the semesters. But if you go to predominantly white institutions, they are receiving more money and more support from the outside community, which are rich folks, particularly rich white folks with endowments to help these schools succeed. And the resources that they receive from the government is completely different. At HBCUs, they are suffering severely from underfunding and from the disrespect that continues to happen over and over for Black institutions within our society and by our government and the fact that there are too many people out here who do not see the need to educate and make comfortable Black students. So to be hostile towards the students, to me, is a lack of foresight and it's ignorant because really they could be coming together to show that these are some of the challenges that HBCUs go through. But the problem is that we are often wanting to put up a wall and to blame the victims rather than to understand that this is a problem that has to be worked through, mold has to be worked on, regardless of who is responsible for it. And if Caveras, which is the company uh, that owns and operates most of the buildings. So people need to understand that at Howard and other schools, they do not own and operate all of the uh, housing buildings, that there are other entities that have been bought in to do that because of the lack of funding within these institutions. And Caveras um, has not done a good job just trying to clean buildings and not actually doing the renovations is criminal, it's wrong, and the students need to be supported, their voices need to be uplifted. But I think this is also a good time to get into the real layers of what's going on with um, HBCUs, Black institutions, Black educational institutions, and to be able to see not where you can just blame 
um, you know, one entity or the other, but to look at the entire problem and to see how our government is also failing black students in these colleges. It's a fact, man. You know, um, that that was one of the things that the, the kids taught. They we, we sat and had you know a closed forum inside the auditorium in Blackburn, in which you know we just listened to their grievances, and they and they have a whole plan. And Covaris was one of the places that they talked about. And they talked about also how the administration and how, you know, how it has a contract with Covaris that they could have broken, but because they didn't want to lose money, they allowed, the, the, you know, this to continue on. So as much as Covaris is responsible, you know, the fact that um, the Howard University and who's in charge of those, the board members and, and everyone involved in that situation, president, everyone involved in not breaking this contract is when they see that you know it's not being handled properly you know they also have to take some responsibility and like you said they should be they should be sitting out there with the, the the kids saying yo you know none of our kids should have to sleep in rooms with mold in it you know so i mean period exactly they should be it. saying that they should be together with the students saying this is outrageous yeah but you know what's happening instead is that every single day the story is getting worse for the administration. Now I saw that the president, they, they have a sign, they got a big old poster and they have the president, uh, his picture oh, on no, it I, says- I got it. What, oh, you have, yeah. So unfortunately that's what's happening because there is a level of hostility that, you know, it, 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 it's, it's unnecessary, but you know, hey, they'll figure it out. I it's think the sign they got all over. They got this. Uh, they got this sign all over. All over. Once again, man, this was a dope show. You know, um, listening to Topeka just gave me reinvigorated a little bit of energy for me being formerly incarcerated. Means I got to do a little bit more. You know, she's out yeah. here, all of these programs, and you know, paying it forward. You know, we want to appreciate her for coming on the show. And um, we're praying for Julius, man. I, I believe, I really believe deep in my heart that, you know, this hearing is going to come and, you know, his stay of execution will result in him actually being released. I believe, I really believe that. I don't see, I don't see any other um, option in this situation. So shout out to Tiffany for updating us with that. And um, shout out to his family and friends and role. I mean, for um, Irv Rowland everybody who's been supporting him, everybody who's been on the front line, grassroots, law, and everybody, man. Shout out to y'all, man, for the work that y'all doing out there. So that brings us to end of another number one podcast. <laughs> number one podcast in the world brings us to another end, another show that we end. And I want to appreciate y'all, everybody who's been supporting us. You know, I always say we number one, but we gradually moving there. You know, people are definitely being engaged and people stop me on the street saying how much they love this podcast. Just know that we appreciate you. If you have any suggestions, tell us things that you want to see, you want to hear, things you don't like, things you love, you know, how much you hate me or love me, whatever. I take all of it, man. We want all of the feedback. Go to Street Politicians Pod. You can leave suggestions there on Instagram for anything that you want to see or hear. You know, if you like Tamika's hair today, you can let her know. You know, <laughs> she we all we, right. we want all we want all of everything you got, man. So once again, I'm not gonna always be right.
Tamika Mallory would not always be wrong, even though most of the time when it's between me and her, she will. But we will both always, and I mean always be authentic. Yeah, peace. Salute. Listen to Street Politicians on the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. And catch us every single Wednesday for the video version of Street Politicians on iWomen. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.